This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Tuesday the 12th of April. In your sport today, Scotty Scheffler wins the US Masters. Footy's biggest stars go down with injury. The Matildas are back in action tonight. And the jacket, that's a home run. This is your sport today. There's only one place to start today, and that's with the US Masters. Our Aussie hope, Cameron Smith, came within one shot of the lead early in the final round yesterday, but as the day went on, his game fell apart. Uh, He finished in third place with the world number one, Scotty Scheffler, winning his first green jacket as Masters champion. Gabs, the fourth round had a little bit of everything. Yeah, you're absolutely right. About the only thing that was missing was a hole in one because everything else pretty much happened thanks (laughs) to the players. Uh, Just to quickly recap Smith's final round. So he birdied the first two holes and that put him just one shot behind Scheffler, but he then bogeyed the next two, which kind of cancelled it all out. With eight holes left, the gap was still three shots, but on the 12th hole, Smith's tee shot found the water and he triple bogeyed. Smith said that that tee shot was one of his worst swings of the week at one of the worst times possible. Scheffler, he ended up winning by three shots over Rory McIlroy and he pocketed a cool $3.6 million. Could probably afford those Tiger Woods clubs from yesterday, Fez. Yeah, he could. Uh, Kevin Smith, he actually got $1.2 million for coming in third. Uh, Gabs, you mentioned Rory McIlroy there. He pulled off the highlight of the day by chipping in from the bunker on the 18th and then his playing partner Colin Morikawa did the exact same thing. Two unbelievable shots back to back. Uh, Check out the episode notes for the link to those videos. Uh, As for Scheffler, what a two months it's been for him. Yeah, so 56 days ago, that's about eight weeks by my calculation, (laughs) Scheffler had not won any of the 70 tournaments that he'd competed in, and he had a world ranking of 14th. But now he's the world number one player, has four tournament wins, and has doubled his career prize money up to $24 million. He says that he cried like a baby before the start of the final round because he was so stressed. But I'll tell you what, you would not have known just by watching him play. He was cool and calm under a ton of pressure and not even a double bogey on the final hole could stop him from getting that green jacket. Yeah, he was Mr. Consistency over the 72 holes. Uh, We won't have to wait to see if he can win a second major because the US PGA Championship starts next month on May the 19th. Our footy fans of both Aussie Rules and Rugby League won't get to watch some of the biggest stars for a while. Gab's injury has hit hard and none more so than a West Coast. Yeah, they've had a really rough start to the year with so many players going down with COVID, but that didn't stop them from causing the biggest upset of the season with a win over the Magpies in Melbourne. But Fez, that win has come at a cost. Star player Nick Natanui, he hurt his medial ligament in his knee against the Pies and the Eagles say he's going to be out until the second half of the season. Carlton Gunn midfielder Patrick Cripps, he hurt his hamstring in Sunday's loss to the Gold Coast Suns and the Swans, they're going to be without Lance Franklin for up to three weeks. He's having surgery on a broken finger. 
And in the NRL, South Sydney fullback Latrell Mitchell is out for up to eight weeks with a hamstring tear, and that puts him in doubt for State of Origin Game 1. That one's on June the 8th. Those of you who listened to yesterday's show would have heard us talking about the streaker at the NRL game at the Gold Coast on the weekend. Uh, Well, we've heard from her, Gabs, and she says she's ticked an item off a bucket list. Yeah, I mean, I want to swim with the Sharks in South Africa, but hey, (laughs) each to their own. So this happened when a fan ran onto Seabus Super Stadium in the game between the Titans and the Eels on Saturday. She made it pretty far and actually managed to get away from a security guard before another guy tackled her off her feet. That hit, well, it sparked plenty of debate over whether it was a bit over the top, but the woman involved says she got exactly what she deserved and she wants the guard to keep his job. Now, she was fined, but the pitch invader who had a flare at the Cronulla game, he has been sentenced to three months in jail. He's a repeat offender, mainly blocking roads in Sydney, but now he's heading to prison. Yeah, he is. And Australian Rugby League Chairman Peter Valandes says he's going to urgently talk with the New South Wales government to bring in tougher penalties to deter pitch invaders. Gabs, I've some of the sharks in South Africa. You wouldn't last 10 seconds. <laughs> if last week's game is anything to go by, then we are in for a treat when the Matildas play New Zealand tonight. Uh, Gabs, the game is in Canberra. Why is that one significant? Well, It's been a while since the Aussies have played in the nation's capital, and when I say a while, I actually mean nine years. So the last game they played in Canberra was way back in 2013, and it was also against New Zealand. The Matildas won on that occasion in a penalty shootout, and as you mentioned, their game on Friday was just as thrilling. New Zealand led 1-0 after 90 minutes, but they ended up losing 2-1 because Emily Van Egmond and Sam Kerr, they both scored in stoppage time. Yeah, you can't leave it much later than that. Uh, Tonight's game at GIO Stadium kicks off at 7.45 Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can watch it on 10 Bold, 10 Play and Paramount+. Plus. Today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app. Download that for all your soccer scores, stats and news. Who are the reigning Women's World Cup champions? Gabs, help us out. Well, not only did they win in 2019, but they also won it in 2015. Back-to-back champions going for a three-peat in Australia and New Zealand next year. Find out the answer at the end of the show. It's an exciting time of the year for our NBA fans. The regular season is over, so that means it's time for the playoffs. They're a little bit complicated, so Gabs, take us through how it all works. Okay, so... The way it works is eight teams each from the Eastern and Western Conference make the playoffs, and then the top six in each conference automatically get in. But there's this is where it gets a little bit tricky. So back in 2020, the NBA created a play-in tournament to give more teams a chance to make the playoffs, which stops them from tanking, which basically means deliberately losing to get better draft picks. So what that means is the teams that finished 7th to 10th, they then compete for the remaining two spots in each conference. So Team 7 plays Team 8, and the winner there makes it as the 7th seed. The loser of that game then plays the winner of the game between the teams that finished in 9th and 10th, and the winner there makes the playoffs. Yep, they go into the 8th seed. Uh, All very exciting, and those games start tomorrow. The Nets play the Cavaliers, and then it's the Clippers up against the Timberwolves. The full NBA schedule is waiting for you in the episode notes. 
We started the show talking about the Masters Green Jacket Scottish Chef for One. Well, Major League Baseball team, the Toronto Blue Jays, they've got their own special jacket. For starters, it's blue and anyone in the team can wear it. But Gabs, there's a catch. Well, there is a catch, but it's not a catch. It's actually <laughs> a home run. So last season, team translator Hector Lebron, he created the Blue Jays home run jacket. It's a pretty simple concept. So the last player to hit a home run gets the jacket until the next player then hits a homer. But the jacket, it has a bit more meaning than just home runs. On the back are the names of all the nations represented by Blue Jays players and staff. And this year, Ukraine was added in a show of solidarity. Now, the current owner of the jacket is Vlad Guerrero Jr. He hit a huge 467-foot homer against the Texas Rangers yesterday. Yeah, I think this one still might be going. He hit it that hard. <laughs> uh, that's 142 meters. Uh, that's a long, long way. <laughs> I'll put a link to the home run and the home run jacket in the episode notes for you to check out. All right, time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye what's coming up. One to keep on your radar, Andrew McDonald could be named the next Australian men's cricket coach in the next couple of days. And nothing official yet, but reports say he's locked in. We'll let you know when it's officially confirmed. Gabs, what do you got? Speaking of radars, tomorrow morning, the UEFA Champions League quarterfinals continue. Now, if you remember, Real Madrid beat Chelsea 3-1 in the first leg. Second leg is tomorrow in Madrid. Important to note, away goals do not count anymore. So even a 2-0 result for Chelsea will send that game into extra time. All right. Gab's an early start for us tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) As for today's trivia question, brought to you by the EPL Live app, who are the reigning Women's World Cup football champions? Gabs, they've gone back to back. Who is it? The US of A. Yes, they beat the Netherlands 2-0 in France in 2019. Uh, The next World Cup will be in Australia and New Zealand next year. All right, that's it for us today. I'm off tomorrow, so it'll be Lucy and Martin with you. Have a great day, and we'll catch you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.